What's going on? So I want to welcome you all back to another podcast episode of Car Sales 101. If you can, give me a little hashtag Car Sales 101 if you'd like to repost this or anything. Anyways, <laughs> so just to let you know, I am in the car driving. Um, I won't be driving the whole entire time. But uh, I did record this whole podcast yesterday that my wife called me at the very end. I about lost it. But anyways... Um, not on her, just, you know, I was like, God, I just got done recording, Miss. I was like literally five minutes away. My wife's name is Misty, by the way. So anyways, hey, before we get started, I just want to let y'all know uh, where to find me. Find me on Facebook, uh, Tony Story, S-T-O-R-I-E. You can find me on Instagram at TNCDad2728. And you can find me on LinkedIn, Tony, in parentheses, Anthony, last name, Story. Anyways, quite a few of y'all reached out to me lately. Y'all hit y'all targets this month, which is I'm super happy for. Um, just to let y'all know, man. This is I'm, like I said, I don't get paid for this, so um, I think I'm up to like seventy dollars in sponsorships, but that's just kept on rolling. So I haven't signed up for any other sponsorships because it's like Squarespace and you know infatuation or something like restaurants in California. I don't even go to, so I'm not going to do something like that because I think that's irrelevant and then I would just be doing it for the money um, but I'd like to get sponsored eventually like one day you know by a you know automotive mastermind or like e-leads or something where I kind of sponsor their product which would you know be kind of cool but with that being said that's not my uh, end goal or my end game all right also if you like this podcast give me a five-star review if you don't like it give me a one-star review I really don't care um, but make sure y'all put some relevant content in there. That way it boosts us up in the rankings. And the reason why you want to boost us up in the rankings is I didn't, like I said, I didn't start this podcast for, you know, um, narcissist, narcissistic recent reasons or, you know, to elevate myself up. But like I saw a very, a, a, a huge depletion in the car business and, uh, just the, just the, the grace. I don't even know if I'm saying the right word, but a degradation of the car business. Like it literally, to me, has gone downhill. You know, you just went to the. You only. It, it seemed like we're only. Maybe now I don't see it as much now, but you're going to the dealership that pays the biggest mini, and I don't think that's what the car business is about. Um, now that's not what sales is about, you know. So the reason why I started this is I started seeing that, and you know, and I was victim to it. I was. A, I was. A, a, I was also a conduit of it too, because I would sit there. And I would bring, you know, salespeople in that didn't have any experience and I would do a fail forward kind of mentality. And so what a fail forward mentality is that the the salespeople, you hire them and they just learn and learn and learn on the job and they're failing forward. And I don't think that's the right way to do it. Uh, I kind of seen, seen the better ways of doing it. Also, you know, I've seen people in the car business that don't deserve to be in the car business at all. You know, I, even though, you know, at the end of the day, you work for yourself and you're looking at what's the betterment for you. Um, you do have a fiduciary or a financial responsibility to your customer to help them make the best decision possible. Um, and the reason why that is, is, you know, salespeople have got a bad stigma about, you know, only being out for their pocket. And yeah, that's true um, because, you know, you have to support yourself. Um, and I believe everybody should pay retail pay sticker for the vehicles minus whatever rebates or discounts are offered by the manufacturer. But at the end of the day, it is your responsibility to make sure the customer is buying the right vehicle um, you know, uh, that fits their needs, um, buying it the right way, whether you do a special interest rate, a lease or a purchase, it's your, it's your job to educate that customer. When you educate that customer, that customer is going to come back to you all the time. Now, if you're one of those, you know, one-stop shops that are just trying to make the money off of them and move on, that's fine. There, there are customers out there that, you know, just want to, you know, get in, get out, and hopefully they continue to do business with you, or they're just there to buy like a Shelby or 
whatever the high-end retail vehicle that you have at your dealership, then you know you should. Those are going to be, you know, few and far between. Now, hopefully, they come back to you, but that's the ones that you know you're going to make your your thwacking on, and then move on. All right. So, anyways, that's the reason why I started this podcast. Don't mean to go on too much for y'all, but I wanted to let y'all know that's the main reason why I started this because I want everybody to have the ability to not fail forward, but to learn about what's going on before they start in the car business or while they're in the car business. And those that have been in the car business that are, are lacking or you know going through a slump, um, this gives you just a little bit of a refresher course, okay? So let's get into this podcast. This episode is about, and it might be a two-part series, it might be a three-part series, it might be a four-part series. I really don't know because I got a lot of information I got to download to y'all. And what that's about is internet. So um, let me go into a little bit of preparation of, you know, what the internet department is about and, you know, what it provides for the dealership, okay? Um, and, you know, whether you should be on the internet team or not and how many internet leads you should get. So, anyways, I used to work for Fred Haas Total World. They got about 1,200 new car leads a month, 12 to 1,500 new car leads a month, uh, and a big month about 1,800, um, which most by, by most terms, that's a lot of internet leads. Um, now, look at the other end, you know, on the used car side, they probably got the equivalent of that or more. But what the thing is, is, Everybody wants to join the dealership and they want to be in the internet department because they think that's where the, uh, the sales are at. And mind you, that's where some of the sales are at, but that's not where all the sales are at. And so typically people ask me, how many internet leads should each internet salesperson get? And I'm of the stance where you know each salesperson should get about 60 to 80 internet leads. In a, in a big month, they should get about 100. But you, at your full capacity, should only be able to handle about 60 to 80 internet leads, okay? Now, mind you, that's not where all your sales should come from. They should also come from repeat referral business, family and friends, service department, so on and so forth. Um, but 60 to 80 of your internet leads, you should be able to answer those and provide the best quality service, best customer service to the uh, customer. Now, the other on the other end of that, you know, um, the problem is, is that we always want more internet leads because we think we're going to sell more cars. But when you're selling only internet leads, you're only providing yourself usually typically many deals. So if you work at a dealership that does minis, like you get paid a flat just to sell a car, you know, that's just not beneficial um, if you're living just off of all your internet sales. Um, and hopefully you have big back end of those and that your, your pay plan structure to back end gross. But at the end of the day, that's not going to pay you. You can sell 15 cars and have $100 minis or $200 minis, and you're only going to make $3,000 a month. Maybe with some of your bonuses, you might make four. But at the end of the day, you can't live off of minis. You need to live off of gross, too. So that's why I say if you have 60 internet leads and you're closing 15% of those, that should roughly be about um, nine car deals. The rest of yours should come from other portions of the dealership, okay? So please understand that. When I say 60 to 80, that'll that's not to... Uh, regulate you and say you're not that good. I mean, at one point I was doing 80 internet leads a month or plus close to 100, and I don't think I was providing the best customer service whenever I was uh, selling cars. So the one other main thing is you need to look at your source provider, look at your lead provider, and see who those are. Now I did have a salesperson from across the pond uh, in the, um, England, you know, over there in the European countries, she hit me up and she's like, oh man, I can't believe your, your information is so relevant. Hopefully this is still relevant to her. But the thing is, is you have to look at your lead providers. So many cases, <clears throat> everybody, most everybody has true cars. 
Now, True Cars was very diluted. It was based on zones a while back, but now it's a three dealership radius. So what that means is when a customer sends internet lead, it's just only going to go into the closest three closest dealerships um, to them based on their zip code. So that's one thing you got to be very wary of because if you're, if for instance, um, I'm, I'm at an Infinity dealership. There's only four Infinity dealerships in the local area. So if the person's up in Spring, which is about 45 miles away from me, and it and it hit me and somebody in West Houston, yeah, I'm going to try to steal that business, but I'm not going to work really hard because. Um, it's out of my PMA. That customer's probably never going to do service with me. But just realize where your internet leads are coming from, okay? Um, now, with that being said, the thing is, is with most of your lead providers, whether it be Auto Trader or um, Car Gurus or, uh, or um, uh, shit, True Car, you need to see um, if they have any training. So when those leads come in, the lead provider, whether it be one of those um, platforms, will let you know, you know, hey, these are our best practices for answering those leads. And the reason why you need to do that is because in TrueCar, um, and I hate to go back to TrueCar, I'm tired of doing all these ums, but with TrueCar, you can get it from several different uh, fashions, whether it be Sam's Club, Perks at Work, um, uh, USAA, you have different ways that those TrueCar leads come in. You know, they, they team up with different uh, corporations, different businesses, and those leads will come into you and you'll need to answer it properly. So make sure you're getting the proper training, okay? The other thing is, is some of these lead providers have email uh, plat- or, or email templates. Me, every time I get a new lead provider or they start talking to me, what I try to do is I try to see if they have email templates that I could use. Now, I don't use those email templates verbatim, verbatim, but make sure y'all are very careful with them because there's merge codes that they have pre-selected that might not be um, equal to what's in your CRM. What a merge code is, is when you have an internet lead and it says, and you, use, and you don't want to type in the first name every time, and it says, dear first name, the merge code for that, the, plat, the way it's, it's you know, either parentheses in or whatnot, might not be the exact same. So be very wary of that whenever you're getting these email templates and customize them. Customize them to way you, the way you would talk. I'll go more into that later, maybe not on this episode, but like I said, this might be a three-part series, a two-part series, a five-part series because there's a lot of information I have to give you, okay? When those lead providers come in, you know, me as a manager, I talk to them all the time, but you as a salesperson, I recommend, highly recommend that you uh, get in on those conversations. The reason why is, is sometimes everybody wants, you know, every sort of internet lead provider coming in. So like Auto Trader, TrueCar, you want a plethora of that. Here's the one thing I know. If you get a specific internet lead, whether it be um, Auto Trader, CarGurus, um, Chat or whatnot, and I'll go more into chat here a little bit. The thing is, is you could sit there and dial, you can dial down and you could be the champion of that lead provider source. So you could be the auto trader guy that everybody puts leads into, or you could have you and a couple other people and y'all could be team and y'all could sit there and knock out all the auto trader leads. Now, the one thing I, I will tell you, whenever you do get internet leads, there's leads that you want, leads that you typically don't want. Now, let me kind of cover this real quick. So let's say you get 500 leads a month at your dealership, right? Now, mind you, I, I'm not 
um, ignorant to the fact that some of these internet leads are bullshit and they're just people just out there shopping, having fun, and they don't really mean to put in a lead. You know, let's say you have this hot, you know, badass car, Corvette, you know, Porsche on your lot and you typically don't carry those. And all of a sudden you get 50 leads on that one. That's just like sometimes little kids doing that. Okay. Um, so just be care, be very wary of that. Now, don't get me wrong. There's about 50% of these. I wouldn't say 50. I would say about 35 to 40% of all your internet leads are going to be bullshit. They might not be good sources too. So here's the one thing too. I will tell you this. Make sure you understand how that leads generated. Ask the lead provider how that leads generated. For instance, on my website, it's a lead form. Now we use CDK for our website, but the thing is, is you need to be very understanding that whenever a customer puts a lead in, how they do that. For instance, on my website, um, when it says get my price, it has first name, last name, uh, phone number, email address, and then it has notes. Well, the phone number and email address, this is one thing that I could tell you why some internet source providers are bullshit is that they don't have a bounce back email or a bounce back phone number. And the reason why, me personally, I believe that they should have this, and I don't know if CDK has the equipment or technology to do it because I haven't reached out to them yet. But if you do a bounce back email, what happens is a customer sometimes puts an email address in and they fuck up and they don't put the extra O in Yahoo or they don't put a dot between the dot com or they put net instead of dot com. And what happens is, is if they don't have a bounce back to see if that email is a valid email address, it's just going to go to you and you have no way of contacting them. Same thing with a phone number. They put in this bullshit uh, phone numbers and email addresses. The other thing is, is when you do something like that, and I'm, I'm one of those, I don't give a fuck. I don't, I'd rather have a good, I'd rather have... 10 good quality leads than 100 bullshit leads. The reason why is because 10 good quality leads means customers want to buy from you. 100 bad leads means that, or if you have to sift through all those, is that you know the customer just put an internet lead in, just put an internet lead in, and they put a bad phone number or a bad email address. So just want to make sure that y'all are very clear. I'm very privy to the fact that um, there are bad lead providers, bad lead sources, and so on and so forth. They're not all good. So anyways, let me get back to the subject at hand. Um, just make sure y'all are up to date and training with that stuff. So you get all these internet leads in. Um, you need to be very clear um, that some of these got people are just ready to buy and they're hot to buy. And then some of them are kind of, you know, waiting 60 days, 90 days to buy a vehicle. And they're just doing their online shopping online versus coming into the store and, you know, looking at the product, so on and so forth. And then I'm about three months out, okay? So find out what their time frame for buying is, okay? Be very clear in what the time frame for buying is, and I'll go more into that detail later. Probably another episode. So now that you've um, established who your internet lead source providers are, um, find out um, you know what they can do for you. Um, with that, what I mean by that is, and if you're the internet manager at your dealership, find out what they can do for you. You know, find out if there's any little free things that they can do for you. You know, find out if there's like any alphas that you could buy. And what I mean by alpha is that some of the, uh, with Auto Trader, you can buy alphas and you can put your, you can boost it. And sometimes they're very cheap, like $50, $25 for an alpha. Um, so make sure you're very, you keep up to date with that. Uh, make sure like you can't sit there and, and cross um, uh, market, you know, like with True Car um, or how you can rank yourself higher with them or <clears throat> Costco or uh, uh, Car Gurus or whatnot and find out what it is that gets you at the top and makes you more relevant to whoever's searching you. So be very, very clear and understanding about that. Because what happens is, is sometimes um, these customers, these internet leads come in and um, you're, you don't know where they're coming from, you don't know how they're coming from, and you're not trained on it very well. So make sure you train yourself on what your lead provider is, 
uh, who your lead providers are and how you can best have best practices to answer those. Okay. So that's kind of the gist of the internet portion of it. Okay. Um, also be very clear about what your, what your website is and what it has to offer. Um, cause internet, I w- it's key, but it's, it's, it's not key because people still want that, uh, feeling. They want to talk to that customer, that, that salesperson or whatnot. And you know, they're all looking to get the best deal. But the one thing is, is, um, on your website, if your website's not very clear and not very easy to understand, you know, you need to talk to your, your website provider and, and make it clear and easy for people to understand. For instance, you know, on my website, um, it used to be the, you know, the, the scrolling, vehicles so you had to scroll to see each vehicle but what i did is i did it kind of like um you know car carvana you know clothes shoppings amazon model and i put each product side by side by side so you can get you can view up to four vehicles on on a website versus having to do the scroll of death and roll through all those all of those uh vehicles uh, you know whether it be 10 pages or whatnot and it simplifies everything for you so instead of having 10 pages of cars, you have, um, you know, three pages. Okay. Um, the other thing is, is make sure you have little heart features. Make sure you make your website very clear. So me, I'm not of one of those ones that likes to, uh, advertise website prices. Um, I like to leave everything at sticker, but I like to line through it. The reason why I do that is because for purposes of, you know, um, not showing, favoritism so when you put a website price up there okay and then you say get my e-price what are you saying that your website price isn't your e-price you know you're leaving that 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 ability to maybe you know find uh more discount in it so that's the one reason why i don't do website pricing i leave it at sticker i did work for fred haas twitter world the number one Toyota dealership in the state of Texas and they let, they left everything a sticker and it didn't stop people from buying. It didn't stop the people from selling and they still maintain the number one status. So that's the reason why I don't think website pricing is as big and key as everybody thinks it is, you know, where you should have this discount here, this discount here, there. And the reason why Toyota did that is it just degraded the brand and degraded the value of the product. So make sure uh, you also check with the manufacturer, make sure you're not in an ad covenant. Uh, what that means is you can't discount vehicles below a certain price, whether it be $500 below invoice or whatnot. The other thing, sorry guys, I can go on forever, but I'm trying to get y'all to wrap y'all's mind around this. If you are the internet manager or you know you want to dig in and you want to be the internet manager, like uh, websites like True Cars, you have to set your pricing on those. Um, now, the reason why you want to set your pricing on those is for the fact that if customers are making the connection with you, um, you're not advertising below invoice. But make sure you go in there, set your pricing rules, do all that stuff that you can um, so that way um, you know the ins and outs. So if it comes down to it and somebody has a question about why was this price like that, you can answer it and be clear about it. Also, if you have India, uh, I'm, so I'm not going to get too much on, on how to answer internet leads, but um, basically that if the fact that if you are um, doing your website and you want to be transparent in your pricing, you need to make sure you put your dealer installed accessories on all the vehicles. So if they do inquire about it, um, you do let them know, okay? Um, but anyways, my wife's eyeballing me down because I need to get inside and mow the yard. I'm cutting this a little short. Actually, she went inside. But um, so let's recap and review, okay? Um, the re- uh, Sorry, I'm, I'm umming so much today, okay? I'm sorry. Let's recap and review because this is probably going to be like a three or four part series because I want y'all to dial down on the internet 
and I want y'all to create transparency. Uh, the reason why you need to do that is it leads to quicker, faster, more happier customers and sales, okay? And that's what the internet truly is about. That's why the Carvana model, they're not taking over the world, but that's why the Carvana model works so easy. Uh, everything's one price, they don't negotiate, and you're gonna have the ease and the comfort of being having the uh, car delivered to your house. So, recap. Make sure you find out how, who all your lead providers and lead sources are, okay? Your internet salespeople should only get about 60 to 80 internet leads. The reason why you wanna do that is so they can focus on that business and also other business. So whether it be repeat and referral business, um, the uh, service, whether you use an auto, uh, data mining tool, automotive mastermind, um, data miner, whatever it may be, make sure that they're able to do that too. And also just handle day-to-day -day, uh, traffic I don't believe uh, internet cust internet salespeople should just get internet leads because uh, I think some of your internet salespeople are some of your best salespeople, not always, um, but I think they're some of your best salespeople because they can talk the lingo. Um, they can transfer their lingo that they know of, of selling the product uh, via verbally customer to customer. But they can also typically do it better through email or, or phone. And the very last thing is make sure you check with your source providers to see how to best utilize them and what their best practices are and make sure you get training on all this stuff. Sorry I didn't go over chat too much. I'll go over that on another podcast episode because um, that's a key internet source provider. So guys, I love y'all. Just make sure y'all share this information with anybody. Um, give it to them a DM, a text message, whatever that may be. Also, um, we all win when we all win. So like I said, give this information to everybody. This could be the hardest five-figure job or the easiest six-figure job. You just have to think about that. Think about it. Um, the other thing is, if y'all like this, uh, make sure y'all go into Apple and y'all share this podcast on your Facebook post. And from here on out, if y'all could, just hashtag me, Car Sales 101. I love you guys, and I'm out. Peace.